Welcome back to another episode of Life With Your Dog. My name's Panos, and today we're going to be talking about another topic that I guess I'm not sure how much I've been talking about on the podcast, and it's getting to a point where sometimes I am mindful of the topics that we discuss. I don't want it to overlap too much. I don't want to be boring you as a listener. I also know that there are certain themes, of course, most themes overlap in, in the dog training space. However, drilling something home in different ways is really important, especially if you're someone who is actively working professionally with dogs and with owners. So you're, you're getting tips, you're staying sharp by listening to, to different concepts. If you're a dog owner, then you're hearing this thinking, wow, that's revolutionary. So sometimes it gets to the point where I'm thinking, mm, am I saying the same thing over and over again? And is this a good thing? Or and of course, because I'm teaching people and teaching dogs all day, every day, and I'm talking a lot, sometimes I don't know what I'm saying to this microphone and I'm, what I'm saying to my clients. So, But today I had, and this has been on my mind for a while now, the last couple of weeks, but when, because I, didn't ha- I did not have a bicycle for quite a while and only recently I, I acquired a new one and well, it wasn't new, it's secondhand. However, it is really good. It is a mountain bike and... I'm used to riding BMXs, but since my knee knee surgery, um, mountain bikes are way to go for me. And obviously, it's so much better being able to go on the grass um, with Chili. And the only reason why I got it is so I can ride it um, for Chili, the the crazy dog of the family. So I mix up the different type of exercise that that I do with Chili. But one day, I went on this big bike ride. It was a bit rainy. Didn't want to take the other dogs out. They already had... um, their exercise for the day. Late at night, I took Chili for a nice run, found a good spot, did a training session, threw the ball, etc. rode back home. And as I'm riding back home, I'm thinking, your dog should need to rest by the end of the day, not just have a rest. And in saying that, sometimes I think, and this is something that can be quite paradoxical, but I think training can be overrated. And what I mean by that is, oh, how do I train my dog to be calm inside the house? And I say, well, it's not just about teaching your dog to stay on their place and to be crate trained and to, you know, have rules and boundaries. That's all very well and good. But if your dog's not tired by the end of the day or by the time that it's time for everyone to be relaxing at home, then you haven't done your job, especially if you do have a dog that requires a little bit more of an output, working type of dog, high energy, high energy dog, you know, the terrier type of breeds, the, the hunting type of dogs, the dogs that need the drive output. Now, there's some dogs that are a lot more, um, we'll say, low drive. So they are a bit more of that couch potato. Don't need so much of an output. Maybe a walk around the block and a bit of a sniff around and that's them for the day and they don't pose any issues to you. So that's great. This isn't for you. I'm talking about more about the dogs that are very needy in terms of how much exercise they need, mental and physical. And a lot of the times we talk about mental stimulation, give your dog the job, all that sort of stuff. But then I think sometimes we go too far that way that we're training the dog constantly. We've got the pouch on still after too long of of, um, of of your training journey. You should be able to go for your walk and have the behaviors that you need. And, you know, of course, I'm not saying never, ever, like, stop rewarding your dog and stop doing training. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just thinking that training isn't the remedy. I think your dog needs to be tired enough that when it's time to rest at home, the dog's resting, ready for another day of work to come or another opportunity for work to come. And I really 
it was really um, cool for me being at J-Jack's seminar because since then I've been thinking about, you know, the windows that, he's, that he talked about. He talked about the four different windows, ones for play, ones for work, ones for um, do what you want to do on your own terms in a way, um, being on the long lead and having some free time, having some time to do what you want to do. You want to chase butterflies, you want to lay on the ground, do what you got to do. And then you have the win- other window for, for chill. And your dog's bouncing between the different windows constantly. And since then, I've been thinking, yes, of course, that makes sense. You don't want to be working your dog constantly. You don't want your dog to be playing in the house um, because that becomes their active playtime rather than their rest time. So um, just like a child, and we see a lot, you know, there's a there's a bit of, and maybe maybe not so much in Australia, but but you do see it in other parts of the world where, you know, Medication for children is is going through the roof, just like medication for dogs is going through the roof. You know, dogs being medicated at such a young age, I just think that's not the remedy. The remedy is that your dog's just not tired and your dog's going to be acting out just like children and just like adults. You can self-medicate. You can have your, have your drink by the end of the day or whatever it is that, that soothes you. However, if you're not doing the other things in the background, then then you don't need to rest. You just rest because you're bored or because you've been overstimulated. Um, and you see that after exercise, you have those endorphins, you feel really good, but you need to rest. You need to have that um, fight flight to be stimulated, the, the sympathetic nervous system to be on, but then you want the parasympathetic nervous system to turn on the rest and digest. And a lot of our lives is, you know, fight, flight, go, 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 keep going, 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 which is good. But then- Sometimes without structured stimulation, without structured exercise, then, you know, anxiety can become a thing. So, there is a lot of a balancing act here. However, training is great when it comes to like training with food and getting your dog thinking and doing the nose works and doing the different things that that do stimulate the dog and give them exercise. But you also need to be able to get that heart rate through the roof so that your dog can be tired. Like after a bike ride with, with Chili, as soon as I stop just to like, you know, put the poo in the bin or whatever, he has to lay down. And that's not generally like him in terms of if I didn't give him thorough exercise, he wouldn't need to lay down. And that was where the prompt came to think about get your dog to a point where they need to have a rest. Now, sometimes it can be hard for us in, you know, in in urban situations where we live very close to each other and you don't have the opportunity to ride your dog while him off being off the lead and things like that. But you got to find a time and place for that to become a thing, maybe even going to a large park, putting him on a long lead and, and, and riding through there just to kind of get that heart rate up. And with Chili, it was a big ride. We stopped for a bit, maybe did a little stretch and relax. For me, he did his own thing to kind of like, you know, not be so exhausted, a little bit of a training session just to kind of take that edge off and then a ride back. And that's a solid work for, for a coolie, for, for a working dog um, of his caliber. Now, another thing that dawned on me and something that a bit of reflection over the weekend going camping with the family is that a couple of things. Number one is being out in that sort of environment and there was another dog that, that joined us for most of our time, so he, um, Chili got some time to play. I didn't do much structured training with him, but we were on the go a lot. We were doing different things, and he was fulfilled that way. But you also saw that the day that we came back, there was a little bit less that happened for him. And and before we went for our training session, you can see that he was kind of out of sorts. He was he was thinking, like you can see that he was like, Whoa. 
he's real pent up because I didn't do much training for those couple of days, but he had a different type of tired. So there is a balancing act, as I said before, in terms of you got that physical exercise, you want to make your dog fit, you want to fulfill his his physical requirements, but you want to work on the mental side. My 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 um my message that I want to show um, drive home today is that your dog needs to have an opportunity to become bored and that's where it's coming down to. So if your dog's tired and then your dog's bored, I want your dog to just relax rather than if a dog's not being fulfilled properly, not being tired enough, he becomes bored, he becomes destructive or, you know, a nuisance in, in many other different forms. So just like when we are at group class the other day, an important point that, that I had to make for everybody is that while I stopped and talked for about five to seven minutes, I um I saw one of the the shepherds. He um he just decided to lay down. Now there was a difference when I made a point like C, and I pointed it out like look, look at um Maldini. He decided to lay down because he got so bored. Now for a dog like him, throughout our group classes, you can see that there's a bit of a change. Is that there was a point where when he got bored in, in session one, he would bark at the other dogs to create a drama and to get the owner to be you know talking to him, come over here, do this, pull the food out, get him to do that, which isn't a bad thing. You should be, you know, you know, redirecting your dog's attention and, and telling them what you want them to do. So this is a, this is not about training. This is more about behavior. Hey, mum's stopped to talk to somebody for a couple of moments, maybe like, you know, five minutes. I'm going to just lay down and wait for it to to um, to tell us it's ready to continue on with the walk or for, for the activity. So being bored is a very good thing for your dog as long as they're not too bored where they got nothing to do so you can see a lot of paradoxes here because you say okay cool panos said make my dog bored i didn't say do nothing with your dog so your dog's bored i want your dog to when they're bored they just rest and relax and in saying that of course everything comes in conjunction with everything else and what i mean by that is yes there's toys in my backyard for 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 my dogs to to just play and destroy but also He's not playing and destroying toys all day, every day because he has enough of an output in the other area. So again, you want your dog to be in a healthy amount of different windows. Can they go out to do, do they have the ability to go off and do their own thing? Like for example, when we're hanging around the campsite, Chili would go off even when the other dog wasn't with us. He'll go off and smell around and go have a look at different animals that are walking around and and things like that. When I did call him over and there was a couple of times where I did like, you know, do some stuff with him. But again, not an excessive amount like what we normally do. He knew when he was there, when I say finish, we're off and you go and chill out when we're near the fire. So your dog needs to be able to to be tired enough so that they can wait for the next time for work. So that's what I want you to be thinking about today. Make sure that at the end of your day, you're tired enough that you need a rest and not bored and you're just laying down and having a nap because you're kind of lazy. And you know, using that as the analogy for your dogs because I don't really care what you do in your own time. But more importantly is that when you're at home watching TV, is your dog tired enough to 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 hang out with you? So that's that's the important thing. Don't think about training a dog to stay on their bed, which you should, but that's not the situation there. Or like, for example, today, last, last example was that the little dog Gypsy would have an issue with, you know, resource guarding in the house of um, like her ball and, you know, and, and Judy was concerned about the behavior. And I said, well, the, the issue here isn't the fact that she's resource guarding the toy because she like bare her teeth and like snap at her trying to get it. It was more the fact that the dog was looking for an output 
and Judy was using the house to play with the dog, not using the outside, the park, the backyard, and different places. The house became the place of exercise. So it didn't become a place of rest because the dog's never tired in the house. She's only tired when she's in the laundry um, and have access to the outside of a nighttime. So that's the time when she's calm and relaxed because she's fulfilled her energy in the wrong place. If we can start to show where exercise needs to happen, mental and physical, different situations, different types of training, different types of activities, so you're keeping it um, fresh for your dog and she's a little terrier so she, there's enough she's got a high drive for the ball she's very active she's very smart she wants to problem solve these are the things that you need to fulfill in your dog's day and get that heart rate up so they can be actually tired and they can actually eat their food properly and they can do their thing so make your dog tired allow your dog to be bored when they're bored they should rest because there's another time to be tired later hope you guys enjoyed the episode today as always if you can Please send me any questions that you've got. Give us a a rating somewhere on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. Share this with a friend. Put on Instagram stories. Do something for us just so you can share the love. And I hope you have a great day. And hopefully by the end of today, you're tired too. See you guys. Much love. Thank you for listening to another episode of Life With Your Dog. Please share with your friends if you're enjoying our podcast. And leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook, Life With Your Dog Podcast. My name's Panos, and to keep up with my dog training adventures, tips and techniques, you can find me on Instagram at np underscore dog underscore training, my website npdogtraining.com or my YouTube channel, Nutris Pooches. Thanks for listening, guys. My name's Luke. If you'd like to find out more about my dog training services, you can find me at www.npdogtraining.com Kizuna, that's K-I-Z-U-N-A, canine, C-A-N-I-N-E, dot com, dot A-U. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at Kizuna Canine Training. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.